All right, welcome to the Audible Kimbo Camper, John Conjemi with you. And John, it's been a it's been a, a, a good haul here during the offseason here in the Audible. And we've had some pretty interesting guys on the show. And you know, quite frankly, we've had some that were duds. You well, know. not a lot, but a well, little yeah, bit. But every a now and bit. then, you know, you know. Every now and then we get some of these duds come in here. But uh, <laughs> but it's been it's been an interesting uh interesting group of people we've had the chance to and uh you know it's in the sense fourth of july week and you know i'm lazy i'm i'm lazy i know you want you got you want to go play some golf yeah see you'll go play golf I'll lay on the sofa and watch people play golf. So it's no, little, don't. Little, I know you'll be out there. <laughs> little difference between you and I. But anyways, it's a kind of a week for us to to take a little time out. So we're putting together we put together a, a little best of show for some of the guys that uh, have been on the program with us. And you know, I got to thank the Dolphins for you know they they they're do a really good job of making sure we get guests, good guests, so the that the fans can can hear from, That's get to right. know what these guys are all about, and and so it's, it's been good for us to be here and and have these guys. And one of the guys that you know when you when you look at this football team this year, John, uh, and and you look back at last year, there's one guy that that you just can't wait to see where he's going to go. And I know last week we talked about guys that need to step up and I'm not even going to say he needs to step up because this guy's played, he's played like a, like a vet already uh, in his rookie years, Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, the first round draft pick out of Alabama last year. And boy, I tell you what, uh, every position in the secondary played every position good. And, and while we talked to him, we talked to him about you and I stand on the sideline and yeah, watching them in Cincinnati or Cleveland, wherever the heck we were at. Yeah, we were in and, Carolina. In Carolina, that's yeah. right. And watching him, you know, kind of get a make a kind of got bit the cheese on a play. And 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 you and I both looked at each other and said, he he knows what he, he slapped did, his hands right he's away. Not going to let it happen. That's again. right. And, and and so you knew then what kind of <laughs> guy you had. And as the season went on, you found out what kind of player that Minka is. And I and I think the thing that that really makes Minka what he is is certainly his athletic ability, but his character. You know, every time I saw him last year, he had a notepad in his hand, taking notes, keeping the... We, we even did events off-site that had nothing to do with it, and he's taking notes and keeping track. So he's a studious guy. He's a student of the game, and, and he's a guy that wants to get better each and every down that he plays, and, and that's certainly what we saw at Aminka. Well, nothing's going to catch him off guard, yeah. that's for sure. I mean, this guy has been prepped to play multiple positions, and not only in college, but he took that and transferred it to the National Football League and didn't miss a step. That's the thing that's so impressive. He's a he's a real you know, engaging young man. He's a guy that loves football, yeah. and he's a guy that makes this football team better. That's why we're so excited to watch him in yeah. his second year as a Miami Dolphin. And, and you know what? I can remember walking out of the stadium a couple times and – I end up right behind his whole family. They all got the Fitzpatrick yeah. jerseys on, and boy, just 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 a nice family. I talked to him a few times, and and just they're over the top with with you know you you talk of guys as football players. Minka's the guys that you guy you could look at where you talk to his family and say you know if he never played it down to football, be okay. We got one of the great. Yeah, one of the, we we've been blessed with uh, with a, with a, a good person, a good son, uh, and, and someone that's going to do really good things during the course of his life. So let's hear what uh, what Minka had to say when he stopped by here in the Audible. Right. Fitzpatrick joined us. Hey, uh, just coming off the practice field, man. 
How's it? How's it feel to be out there? Man, it felt great to be back. You out got there, the coaches man. out there. Guys yes, had helmets on. Yes, had the whole thing going. Exactly. It felt great to be back there on the on the football field. Yeah. You know, it's my first time not playing football in, in three months. So yeah, it was good just being back out. Well, there you come back. Team. You you went almost two years without a break, right? Yeah. yeah from from uh, from when you were starting your senior year mm-hmm. all the way through with everything you had to do during the off season, then exactly. and then come out here. So two years without without a break. That, that three months must have felt like a year for it you. It did. It felt super long, but yeah. also it felt super quick at the same time. Yeah. But it was it was good. It was good. Break. Did, so did it give you a chance to look? I, you know, I think you kind of went through the 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 season. I'm sure you had your bumps and bruises and mm-hmm. dings and this and that. No major injuries, but still, there's that that period of time after two years where man, you got to heal up a little bit yeah. and just kind of feel like a normal person. Yeah, honestly, this, this is the best I, I felt in a long time because, like you said, we were going for two years straight. All the guys yeah. that came straight to the league and we go over two years straight, so we actually had time to actually recover our, our bodies fully. Yeah, and not just you know you could say a week is a recovery, but it really yeah. isn't. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So when you have a whole three months to literally just focus on. Getting a little nicks and bruises out, yeah. a little bumps, a little whatever out, you know, is is, is real good yeah. for your body. What did you do with your time away away from the building? Did you did you travel? Did you go see anything, or was it kind? Of, did you have a certain routine that you kind of stuck to? Uh, for a little bit, for about like three weeks, I, I just got away. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, like like we said, you know, going two years straight. With with no breaks is uh, it's kind of taxing mentally and physically. Right. So it's good just to step away. You know, I do. We all love football and we all yeah. like enjoy the game. But sometimes you got to step away and just be a regular human being. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to spend time with my family. Got to spend time with my friends and just enjoy life a little bit more and just really focus on on family. And uh, and then obviously after like a month of, of recovering, getting my body back right, I got right back in the training, yeah. got a routine going, and of course to do a little bit of traveling with my family yeah. and and. And all that, but you know, it was it was uh, still had a routine. So now you're back, and you got a new staff. You got a new head coach. You have new defensive coordinator, new position coaches for the most part. Uh, what was Coach Flores like the first time he got in front of the group? The first time you got to get in front of him, and and your first time out on the football field with him uh, for OTAs. Take us through that. Man, he was all business <laughs> from the jump. The first, the, the first point of emphasis that he had, he said. Uh, I promise you we'll be the best uh, conditioned team in the NFL. And he, he's really emphasized that, <laughs> yeah. and he's really put that into action. You know, we've been running a whole lot uh, just with the strength of staff, and even today we conditioned real hard after uh, after practice. Um, but, you know, he, he's all business, man. He's serious. He, he knows how to win. He knows what it takes to win. So uh, he, he's about it, and, you know, I'm real excited about what it. What does that mean to, to the players? I mean, if you got the vibe from other guys, I'm sure you've kind of looked next to you and you see X or, you you know, you see Bobby and you say, hey, this is this is a little different. This mm-hmm. is, you know, what's been the chatter amongst you guys? Uh, it's really just a fresh start. You yeah. Know? Uh, whenever you get a fresh start with anything, it's a new beginning. So anything that you might have liked, uh, you could just – Pick pick up on and, and 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 make yourself better and just having a new slate, clean slate, new coaches with who don't really know who you are. You get to establish who you are right away, uh, and it could be either good or bad for you depending on how you go into it. But I think most of the guys are going into it thinking like we want these coaches to know that we want to win games, we want to do what we can to help the team win, and you know we're going to be selfless in in, in doing that and. Uh, at the same time, passionate and, and just play with energy, play for each other. John and I were talking before you came in, and for for everybody out in that football team now, you you, you got to prove yourself. All new coaches, I know Tony Odin's, Odin's back, so he knows you know him. But new coordinator, all new staff for the most part. I think only a couple of guys in, in the yeah. old staff stuck around, so everybody's got to kind of reintroduce themselves yeah. to the coach. Yeah. Although you've been in meetings and you've done this and that, but this is your first the, the first day it was your first day back in the field. And and is there a little bit of feeling that hey I gotta you know I, I gotta I gotta show these guys what what I'm all about? Yeah, it's almost like uh la- like last year again for yeah. me. You know, this is like a rookie again, a uh, whole new coaching staff. So like I said, you got to prove yourself all over again. 
Uh, you got to establish who you are right off the bat, whether you're going to be a person that's going to, they're going to have to be on their back all the time or a guy that's going to do their job and they know that he's going to handle his business and get to the ball, do his job, move the right way and, and lead others. Well, so When you look back at last year and you come in and hey, you're a safety and you know, maybe you're going to play in that in, in that inside nickel spot or whatever, next thing you know you play every, every position in the backfield in that secondary and, and, and we're asked to do a lot of different things. When, when you look back at your rookie year, what, what 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 thoughts? What, what do you like about what you did, and, and and what do you think that you've got to do to be the guy that that you want to be? Uh, I'd look back on last year and just say it was a challenge. Yeah. You know, uh, I was I was a first round draft pick uh, by by the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we didn't really know exactly what was going to happen yeah. when I got here. Like you said, if I was going to play safety, corner, nickel, whatever it may be. And I played every single one of those. <laughs> and it's not really easy uh, to do that. And, you know, it was, it was a challenge. It was tough. A lot of it wasn't really uh, planned out. You know, yeah. somebody may have gotten hurt, and I had to just use my ability and, and the coaches and lean on them to, to dive into that. But I think it definitely prepared me for whatever, because it's not going to get much harder than that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're never going to be asked to play a whole different position on a Saturday or Friday. Then that's not going to get much harder than yeah. that, you know? So I think uh, a lot of things were thrown at me and prepared me. And, I just feel like this year I'm going to use everything that I learned last year and just apply it. Yeah, there's that thing, that old saying in the league, the more things you can do. Well, you certainly did a lot of things out there. Yeah. But but in your mind, for you to be the best player you can be, for you to be that Pro Bowl guy year in and year out <clears throat> that everybody wants to be in this league, um, would you feel more comfortable being, hey, I'm, I'm a safety, I'm a corner, one or the other, and, and that's it, and and that's where I'm gonna. That's where I'm gonna be, and that's where I'm gonna. That's where I'm gonna make my mark. As long as I'm out there, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna try my best to just I make plays. That. You know, and especially even with this system, you have to be versatile. Yeah. Uh, you know, look at last year, the McCourty brothers, Patrick yeah. Chung, all of them. None of them played in one position the whole entire season. You could be there's a game where Chung is lined up out yeah. wide covering the tight end. McCourty's in the slot. Yeah. Well, other McCourty brothers back. So it all it, you know, you have to be versatile in in the system. So I think. Uh, to be that Pro Bowl type player, I had to be versatile and had to yeah. be able to match up with certain types of players, and I had to be able to, you know, play in the box, had to cover back yeah. in the back end. So, yeah, but you know, you get some votes as a safety, you get some votes as a corner, you know. <laughs> but you could say <laughs> that that was like, if I'm making no plays, I'm gonna get it some. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. You could say that was beneficial for you yeah, last exactly. year, right? Yeah, that's just yeah. what I'm saying. Because no, no. last, like, I didn't know I was gonna be in a new system this yeah. year, but luckily. I was all over the place last year, and this year is going to be kind of the same thing, but a little yeah. more planned and thought out and stuff like that. They're not so. going to throw it on you on Friday unless <laughs> yeah, right. there's an injury, exactly. right? <laughs> hey, what, what do you think was more taxing for you last year? Was it was it the mental aspect because you had to move around, or was it was it physically uh, a little bit more challenging, or was it a combination of both for you to, that pushed you to your limit a little bit? I'll say more mental. I mean, physically, if you're an athlete, you'll be able to play as long as you could, you could think. But when you have the or as long as you can react. When you have to think, that's when you kind of play a little bit slower. And uh, when you when you can't really prepare for one specific spot, kind of I, I kind of thought a little bit, especially beginning of the season, I thought too much. And I was just playing not slow, but not as fast as, as I, I was used to. And just being an instinctive and reactive type player. So I think um, more mentally than, than physically. Because, I mean, I, I, I know I could cover whoever I know could do that. If you just say, you got him, I, I could do that. All right. You say, you got, you got him, but then the next play you got to – Cover the curl flag, and, and the next play you got the hook, the hook, whatever. Uh, it's 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 it's, a lot, it's a little bit more difficult, and you got to think and and process a whole lot. But like I said, I, I think it prepared me. You know, Bo and I ha- had an opportunity to watch it in the preseason. We were in Carolina on the, on the sidelines, and uh, you, I can't remember what position you were you were at 
you know, I don't know if you were the down safety or you were, had flat to curl, but a ball came over your head yeah. and you just missed it. And you, uh, yeah. and you I looked you got, at it. You got around a little stop and go yeah, on Yeah, it was something, something on, right next to our sideline. Mm-hmm. And Bo and I looked at each other because your reaction was priceless. You kind of slapped your hands together. You, you kind of hit yourself on the side of the you head. You almost like, see the light bulb go That's on. not yeah. going to yeah. happen yeah. again, yeah. right? <laughs> I know exactly what That's you're not going to happen again. It came back at you a little while later. And you were right there. So Bo and I were going, hey. I think we found a really good player <laughs> yeah. because he's already corrected himself. Yeah. yeah. Now I know exactly what player you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, talk to me a little bit about um, you come out of college, come in, you, you, you go into the NFL, you're playing, and you're making some money. You know, you, you've got – now you've got not only – not only is just, you know, but before it was going to school and this. Now, now you've got – now you're a professional, you got money, and you're doing things. How, how did – how do you handle that? How do you deal with that where, where it doesn't become a distraction to doing what you do to make that money is be the best football player you can? How do you keep that side of it from, from creeping in on you? And, and because it's different. Look, I, I went through it. John went through it. And I remember coming from I was making $200 uh, a month in college, mm-hmm. you know, from whatever I was, where I was, wherever I was making money. To come in and you have all this money and like, hey, geez, my. I asked my dad. I said, Dad, what should I do with this money? He goes, How the hell do I know? I've been making thirteen thousand dollars a year my whole life. You know, yeah. you don't know where to go. So it is. It is something that's part of part of becoming a pro and part of part of learning what to do and mm-hmm. and being comfortable with, with with that side of it. Yeah, honestly, uh, uh, I think it's just a learning process because same thing with me. I didn't come from a family with money. Yeah. Uh, both my parents, they they didn't come from money. But um, I think we we try our hardest to educate ourselves because yeah. we knew I was gonna I was gonna be drafted yeah. high and I would get some money. So we just try to educate ourselves yeah. and like what to do with it. And for for me, it was just putting it somewhere where I just couldn't see it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, because exactly. if I'm looking no, at my I'm phone, yeah. like I was like first time I got my check, my yeah. signing bonus, I was like I looked at it, I yeah. was like. It didn't even feel real when Shit, you see I the number. Remember, I carried <laughs> carry my but, bonus check around for three yeah. weeks. <laughs> I tried well, to I cash it like seven times. I went to the club sometime. I asked him to go cash it. No, I said, well, look what I got. Yeah. <laughs> I said, That's look funny. what you passed up. You yeah. know? At the time, it was like 30000 bucks, but that was a lot oh, of money. Man. Yeah. But yeah, you, I personally, I just put it somewhere where I couldn't yeah. see it. And, uh, you know, you, you got to work for this, the second one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Like, no I, I, I got a good paycheck, everything like that, but... I want that that second one that's gonna really yeah. solidify my my future for my family and my my kids and everything like that. So I think uh, just having a goal and putting yeah. the like I accomplished one goal, put that to the side, know yeah. that I did it and it was good and great. Yeah. But now I have something else I'm reaching for, yeah. whether it be the Super Bowl, or just winning games and yeah. everything like that. The more you win, the more you get paid. It's, it's funny how like fast that, so. that that the money goes becomes not part of you know you just come it, it, it's it's there mm-hmm. you, you deal with it and you've got to do stuff with it but it's it just it just becomes secondary to what uh what you're trying to do and yeah. and what you're trying to get yeah, better because personally if i if i'm losing games I, i'm getting paid like no i know like, i want i want to win games you know what I'm saying? Yes. so, so yeah, no. so like, it's not a good feeling yeah, yeah. Not but, but look <laughs> the, the, look the other thing is you know Winning, winning games also Get affects affects yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. you know and you're you're gonna be more more, more national games more mm-hmm. bigger games mm-hmm. well your shine is better yeah, exactly. right everybody yeah, no wants to talk glowingly about mm-hmm. the Miami Dolphins and the only way that that happens is if you win games and exactly. you and you kind of get it out there on a week to week basis where you you set the bar yeah. how was that year for your family how do you think your family experience that you know look they they saw you play big time football in mm-hmm. in Alabama probably bigger stadiums bigger crowds in Alabama than, than you did here but 
just that fact that you're on that that stage and and, and yeah. it's 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 every Sunday and it's you know it's it's uh, you know first of all they got to be as proud as every anybody in the world mm-hmm. and, and but just just. I've always wondered that experience from the parents' side of Man, it, you know? I think my parents, just everybody in my family, really, uh, we all had to give up something in order for me to be here, you yeah. know? So everybody's enjoying it. Everybody's uh, grateful, and everybody's just proud of each other. Just for, yeah. uh, just, you know, even for my family, they live down here now, and they had to give up living up there and everything yeah. like that just to be closer to me. It makes it a whole lot easier on me. Yeah, yeah it's tough living down here in yeah, South but, Florida. But no, it's, it's definitely, like I said, it's been a learning. Nah. <laughs> it's just being without my family. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm with you. I'm with you. Don't say but, it, Renzo. I thought Renzo was going to say something about that. Yeah, I was going to get my, you know, my, 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 I, remember Jackson, I, asked, I remember I asked my dad, I got, I got my signing bonus. I said, he said, what are you going to do with that money? I said, well, dad, I think I'm going to buy a mobile home. He goes, well, a mobile home, why are you going to do that? So when they cut me, I could just drive somewhere, park it somewhere else. He, you know what he looked at me? He says, that's not a bad idea. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he have a lot of faith in me. So. <laughs> hey, um, team-wise, new coaching staff, um, everyone's talking about, you know, how much, what's this team going to do? You know, they're talking about 2020. You guys have a, two, a football season to play in 2019. Yes, and, and, and how do you as a group, uh, you know, keep that keep that at bay. Don't don't listen to that stuff, and just go out and, and look at every game like you've done every game you've ever played in your life. Is mm-hmm. we're gonna go out and win this football game. Exactly. I, don't, I don't care what anybody else is saying, thinking, or, or, or writing about us. Exactly. I think just uh, just getting better every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, no, if 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 you know you're gonna be doing whatever, tanking, terrible term, but yeah. it is. If, it if is. You, it's if, ridiculous. If you think that you're gonna be tanking, you're not gonna be getting better every day. Yeah. So I think we're just going to go out there uh, every single day, get better, focus on uh, the small details, learning the playbook, because that's yeah. where we're all right, right now. Yeah. Uh, we're all just learning the playbook, just trying to get the details down, play fast, and, and just getting better every day, because yeah. if you're not doing that, you're going to get worse. So. so you're saying Coach Flores in his talk wasn't talking about tanking in you? No, not at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he got very when he, he got very uh, passionate. Yes. Yes. Very, say, when, yeah, uh, that's great. When that's I was awesome. brought up. That's you know, awesome. it's, it's pretty cool, though, when you have a new staff and you go back to just basic fundamentals and you go back to things that, you know, yeah. little things that maybe some of the veteran guys and even guys that are in their second year like you, you know, you take for granted yeah. and you go back and how much they harp on it because – when you lose a game and you go back and you go, why did I lose that game? Mm-hmm. What was it? You know, was it turnovers? Was it mistakes? But was it penalties? Was mm-hmm. it all the little things? Was it uh, alignment? All that stuff. I'm sure that this staff yeah. right now, and that's paramount for those guys. The little things are the big things. Yep. Is that in my close? Yeah, no, you're you're right on because we were installing, and then I don't know the coach was just like, you know, we're going to slow down and just stick to the basics and the mm-hmm. fundamentals. We're going to stick to the first five installs and that's six. I think we're supposed to put in like 13. Yeah, yeah. But we just stopped at five. And like we just stuck with that. And like you said, we just learned the fundamentals and the basics. I remember them talking about stuff that I learned my freshman year at Bama. You're so right. Like, when yeah. you hear that type of stuff, they're like, yeah. like, man, we are back to the basics. And that's stuff that like you kind of like throw it in the back of your yeah. mind. But now that, that we're starting over, you got to bring them back up mm-hmm. and be like, all right, we got to do this, we got to do that. And whether it be the smallest little thing, like just bending your knees, bending at mm-hmm. your ankles, stuff yeah. like that, that do cost you games. Even if you don't think about it, you know. So well, that's one thing that's when when we had Brian in and we talked to him and and, and he talked about which I I believe a hundred percent in. He he talked about how how tough he's going to be on the details, the small details. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got an outside technique, play outside technique. Yeah. You know, don't line up head up mm-hmm. and let the guy beat you outside. Now you lost your technique. Mm-hmm. Play your outside technique. If you're two gapping a guy in your defense, I'm in two gapping. Don't you know? Don't try to don't try to be a hero. Just do your job. And is that is that kind of what you're feeling 
out of this group as, as you go through this already? Oh yeah, I think just with with any great team, that's that's what wins them games. Yeah. That's what separates them is the fact that they pay attention to those little things and. Like you said, supposed to go right, go right. Yeah. Supposed to go left, go left. Supposed yeah. to backpedal, backpedal. Supposed to bend, just bend. You yeah. know, it's, it's that simple, honestly. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, people make it harder than what it's supposed to be. All right. Appreciate you stopping by, man. Looking yeah, forward thanks, to a big man, year for you. And, 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 you know, congratulations on a on a great rookie year. And I, I know every Dolphin fan out there is really expecting big things out of you, but no, no more than you're expecting of yourself. And I think so. that's what I think that's what make, makes everybody so excited about you being part of this, this football team and part of this franchise moving forward. I think you're going to be one of those guys that's going to be on this team that's a, a perpetual uh, playoff team and, and gets us back to where you're talking Super Bowls and all those types of things. So yes, great having you here and great seeing you back on the, yes, on the field. Appreciate you having me. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure, my man. Thanks, right. Minka. Minka. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. All right, Minka, here's a guy that, uh, man, you, 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 the sky's the limit for him. And, and, and if he's not if he's not one of those guys, as we talked about last week, that's pressing for that uh, that that Pro Bowl berth, for me it would only be because they because they don't use him in one place. You'd if have it's to another multiple year like positions, last year, right? Where they they spread him out, and when it, oh this guy's down, well, I'll put Minka over there. That guy, well, I'll put Minka up there. You know, if if he could stay at a position, or you know, in, in a generality in that safety area, uh, I think he's a guy that, that that could be knocking on that door. This year, certainly going forward. Well, I just think he's so versatile. It's almost to his detriment, yeah. but it's really going to help a new coaching staff being able to move him inside, outside, uh, towards the line of scrimmage, away from the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. He just does so many things at a high level that you're just so happy that he fell in the draft two years ago because that guy should have been taken within the first six or seven picks. The Miami Dolphins were able to to really just select him and, and select a pro that's going to be with this franchise for a long time. Yeah, another guy, young, another young guy that uh, really saw last year that and, and, and start to really see what he can do. We saw him really Kenyon Drake, the running back, and boy, the speed that he's got re- really puts people on their heels. He's just got to be able to get that. He's he's got to be up. He's got to be able to get that early, early start. I'm talking first downs. You know, in, in, into his game to level. And we talked about a couple weeks ago where you know you bring that fullback in that could be might help that him really a little could be bit. The elixir for him mm-hmm. on those early downs and let him get out there. But you know the mismatches that you can put with him getting out in the backfield. And you know you can't. How do you forget the the Miami miracle? You know it shows you kind of you know what he can do. When, when he gets the opportunity. So uh, really looking forward to seeing if Kenyon, like we said last week, can take, take another big step to really being a guy where you say, hey, where you say, hey, who's your running back? Kenyon Drake. He's the guy. Well, you know? keep compiling guys like this. Yeah. I mean, we talked about now two Alabama guys in Minka and now in Kenyon. You, you get another first-round draft choice. Where's he from? He's from Clemson and Christian Wilkins. Yeah. You keep compiling athletes. You keep compiling these team guys with uh, the way you want to play football. Kenyon Drake fits right into that mix. He can catch it as well as he can run it. He creates explosive plays, and he creates – plays that you feel like at any time he touches the football he has a chance to take the take it to distance yeah. so those are the types of guys you l- want to create on offense on defense on special teams where it makes your team exciting to watch yeah and, and you know he's a guy that's I think we're, we're watching him grow in, in maturity too you know he's, he's taking this off season and, and you know he could be out traveling the world and then you know having fun and, and he's traveling the world but he's going to doing it with a smile foundation that's right it goes out and goes he's going around the going around the world 
to, to try to help promote kids that have cleft palates and, and get them taken care of and getting the surgeries that they need and all that stuff. So here's a guy that not only is, is putting his time and effort into being the best football player he can be, uh, he, he's reaching out in, in our community, outside of our community, to do something special. And, and you, know, you, you, you can't have enough of those. At least in my mind, you really can't have enough of those guys on your, on your ball club. Yeah, it, ma- it makes you feel good that he's representing the Miami Dolphins uh, on a worldwide basis, not only as a football player, but as a, a good human being. Yeah. And we know that when we talk to him and we, we see that in the results of what he does off the field. Yeah. And, and looking forward, you know, I, I remember when he first came in, uh, the first year I, I sat down and, and did an interview with him. Then I think the next year I looked at him and I said, damn, Kenyon, what happened to your arms, man? You put a, you put a needle in there and pump them up. So he works during the offseason, yeah, and I expect him to come back in, 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 in really as good a shape as he can be and, and, and really make an impact on the football team. All right, join us now, a Dolphin running back Kenyon Drake. And uh, Kenyon, uh, mini camp is is underway here. You're you're finishing that up, and then you got a little little break time. How has the off season been for you, as far as going through conditioning, OTAs, and and really trying to trying to get to where you want to be at this point in the season, where you get a little break, and then you come back, and then it, it starts for real. The off season has been has been very productive. Um, just getting into the groove of you know getting the playbook down. Uh, mess, meshing with the new coaching staff, the new players that came in, and um, it's honestly a, a, a great challenge for me. You know, this being my going on my fourth year. Um, you know, I've drafted by this uh, by this organization, so every year I've continued to get better, learn. Um, you know, you know, made mistakes along the way, but you know that's a part of growth, and um, I'm, I'm definitely ready to kind of step into that leadership uh, from a leadership standpoint, and you know, continue to grow from that. You know, we we've watched you every year. Just get better and better and better at your craft, and and this is a big year for you. I mean, this is a big year for you just to kind of wrap your arms around the position and, and make it yours. Um, what have you done to to ensure that that that's where you're going to be at? Um, really, continue to develop a routine. I think that's the most important thing and aspect that any professional in any given level uh, continues to kind of develop. Um, when you get that routine down, everything else kind of falls into place from there. So you wake up at the same time, you do the same things mm-hmm. at the same time. And then also you can kind of be able to be flexible in that routine. So if something kind of uh, shakes up a little bit, you know, you're able to kind of roll with the punches and, you know, still be able be productive and, you know, have a solid day and continue to grow from there. So you're kind of my routine to wake up at 10 o'clock in the morning, have a couple cups of coffee, yeah, have some breakfast, read the paper for a while. Got to get up a little bit Then take a nap. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I think I, you're on a different program. That's a bow routine. That wasn't KD. I would, I would love that routine. I, I got a few more years under my belt to get to that point. Well, I'm 64 years old, so you got a, you got a long time before you get to yeah, that, yeah, no, that no, spot. Bo, let's put it I'm this sure way. I'm sure your routine's a lot different than mine. <laughs> I've seen Coach Flores on the field. That's no one's routine that has a helmet <laughs> no. and shoulder pads on, right? Right. No, Katie, no, no. That, that's one thing I've noticed. The bond, it seems like, between, you know, the, the team and getting to know what the expectation is from this new coaching staff. Now, you're fortunate because your position coach, Eric Studsville, is still here. Mm-hmm. So you kind of know where he's coming from. But the different voices on the offensive side, did it take a little while to adjust to, to know what their expectations were? Uh, but then once you know it, you feel good because that's that's where the bar set every day. I, honestly, it didn't really take me a lot of time to adjust because the way they came in, they set the standard from day one. And I felt like that was 
um, a great thing in, in that regard because when they came in and set that that bar, it never changed and it was always black and white. There was no gray area. So you you know you understood what you know to, uh, to expect when you came in every day. You go on that field, you you know what to expect, and um, I feel like that gives everybody a peace of mind to be like, all right, now it's all about handling my business and you know going out there and meeting the expectations of my coaches and meeting my expectations to continue to exceed and grow and become a better player. Yeah, it, it seems like you guys know where that bar is set because you're running from drill to drill. No one has to be reminded, you know, anymore. And I think it's an expectation. It's almost like you're doing it uh, a creature of habit. You're you're going to get out. You, you put your your game or your practice face on, you're, and you you keep it down that way until the last whistle blows. And it's fun to see you guys work at such a a high tempo, a high pace every day. No, for sure. And like I um, reiterate, the challenge of going out there and um, having that type of standard, um, it just creates a great culture and it reminds everybody around, you know, what you're really working for. So when you get to that point when you're out there and you're sweating and you're running around and you continue to, you know, build up, you know, I remember the first mini camp we had, you know, it was tough. It was real tough. And now, you know, going today, it was still tough, but yep. you continue to build upon from that first mini camp to this mini camp from the OTAs leading up to that point, and you continue to build on going to the summer, have a little break, but you know, people can still build their craft and you know hit the ground running when it comes training camp. From where I see, I look at uh, Brian Flores, and, and look, there, there's no there's no gray area with him. He, he said this is going to be this way, and, and look, when when I say be on time. Be on time. That door's going to close, and and, and you're you're going to be left out. And and he expects that everything. But he also he, so he has a, he has a way of of way of taking care of the serious things that need to be taken care of. But there's also seems to be a side to him where he can be a he can be one of the guys. He's he's you know, he's, he's created competition out there. Guys doing push ups or just just all these different things that seems like he's good. A, got a good balance between being a, a bit of a dictator. But also being a guy that you can go to and talk to, mm-hmm. you can go to and, and hey, hey, coach, I'm struggling here. What? And, and he'll be there for you. Right. Is that is that kind of what you see out, out of him, or am I seeing this from a no, for from sure, just a different and, eye that, that looks completely different? And to kind of just piggyback off the on time thing, you know, we it wasn't even like when we first got there. It was an expectation, understanding like, all right, you know, he had to tell us you know, to come in five minutes early. Like, people already had that expectation. Like, we understand what this guy is, how he kind of, you know, goes about his mm-hmm. business. So, you know, we everybody was in the team meeting five, ten minutes beforehand. And, you know, the meeting was yeah. getting started every day before eight, before nine, whichever, you know, time it starts. And I felt like that was a testament to just the respect that people have for him, for the staff, and for, you know, our expectations in terms of, what we, you know, expect from ourselves to go out there and, you know, just be professionals on every single level. Along with him coming in, there's a, there's a, you know, a, a smattering of coaches that have, have been up in that New England program uh, for for a while, uh, and they've been about it. I don't know that they talk about it, but do you kind of see the attitude that you've seen from a distance as as playing against that organization? Do you kind of see some of that or hear some of that in the in the way the coaches? present what they what they expect of you and, and what they what they want you to do and in scheme wise all just different changes and you know, different different players playing different positions people moving around trying to see what you do best where they can find mismatches and those types of things no for sure and I feel like the common denominator regardless of if if it's you know the New England Patriots or if it's us or if it's any other team that's striving to become you know 
get to the ultimate goal, which is obviously win a championship. The common denominator is a standard that you set for everybody around you, and you don't lower that standard for yourself. You don't lower that standard for you know your teammate or you know the back in your room or your coach even. You know you go out there and you perform at a high level, and you continue to push that envelope, and you raise the bar, and you continue to become the player and the team that you want to be. I, I, I kind of look at the uh, roster and look at the running back list and see a lot of R's and a couple twos and I see a four by your name. <laughs> you know, it's kind of kind of funny to see you're going into your fourth season. Do you feel uh, do you feel good about the the role you're going to play this year on this football team? Because I expect you to you know to carry the football more. I expect you to catch it more to get more reps at you know whatever you're asked to do. What are your f- feelings about going into this season? I I definitely feel that. I'm I'm not complacent by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm I'm really comfortable with the routine that I've set for myself with being going on my fourth year and having the experience of, you know, playing meaningful games up to this point, uh, being to the playoffs my rookie year so I know what, you know, what type of team it takes to get to that point. And to almost miss the playoffs, I know what it takes to, you know, shoot yourself in the foot, you know, to say. So now that I've had a, a mixture of, you know, Every you know everything that can kind of come, the good and the bad, um, you can kind of use that experience to you know help the guys that don't have that experience coming from you know college, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know putting the knowledge in their brain and going out there and being that standard like I you know we everybody keeps reiterating being that standard for everybody else in that room. Hey, you're you're the guy. It's your it's your opportunity. Kalen Balaj, a guy that that really flashed towards the end of last year. Big guy, strong guy. How, how are you guys meshing together? And, and and what do you see about him? And 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 it certainly got a guy there. And, and you got you know uh, Gaskins coming in, the rookie coming in, and uh, Mark Walton, another rookie my guy that's been out there for a while, but another guy in that room. Uh, everybody pushing everybody and continues to be that way. I'm assuming uh, you're kind of seeing it from everybody in, in that in that space. No, for sure. And, you know, like you said, you know, having Coach E back was definitely a, a huge yep. boost because we're familiar with his style. Um, he's a great coach, um, an excellent teacher when it comes to, you know, getting the scheme down and being able to reiterate to us and the way we need to know and to be most successful. And then you have every guy in the room that's, you know, pushing each other to kind of go out there and, and be the best that, you know, they can be. We all have our own different style that we kind of, you know, play, you know, and the coaching staff will, you know, use us to the best of our ability to go out here and help teams. If it's me, Kalen, um, Kenneth Farrell, mm-hmm. um, Miles Gaskin, um, Patrick uh, Patrick that came from Cal, um, you know, um, Mark Walton, um, you know, anybody in that yeah, room. Know, let's talk about this. Chandler Cox, you come in, you got a fullback. Right, exactly. You, when was the last time you played with a, uh, with a fullback? Not I since mean, Bama. College, yeah, right? right yeah. Sure. And are you excited about that? No, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm for sure. Every day I walk by him, I give him a roll tie just to remind him, you know. Just, yeah, he's just, from that other school. Yeah, that That's other right. school. So every time I see him, it's always roll tie. You know, it's always fun in games, but he's definitely a hard worker. He's picking up the offense. Um, you can tell that, you know, he he's not afraid of, you know, Playing the game, and yeah. that's you know putting your nose in there, getting well, having grinds. played with a fullback in Alabama, having a fullback now that you can run behind. Mm-hmm. Do, do you like that type of offense? Do you like what that what the opportunities present for you as a running back? Yeah, it just gives a, the the offense a whole different dynamic yeah. when you know you have a fullback that obviously is a great lead blocker. 
can go out the you know line up out wide, also create mismatches in terms of you know giving the defense something else to have to check, run you know running check downs out the backfield, you know even getting another you know you know max protection you mm-hmm. know in the backfield as well along with me. So you know the coaching staff is like I said they're drawing up you know different things to get everybody in the best position to help this team win. You know talking about going into the off season now, you know OTAs behind you, mini camp behind you. Uh, what do you? looking forward to do maybe with your five weeks. I know that you've been involved with, you know, Smile Train. We were talking about that uh, a couple days ago, maybe a week ago, because my son was born with cleft lip and palate. And I know you've got Cocktails for a Cause coming up. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about your involvement with that and how you got involved and and what what that's like for you. Yeah, being involved with Smile Train has definitely been a huge blessing on my life and being able to impact, you know, people not just, you know, domestically but internationally on a um just using my platform to just be a positive energy in the world and um you know I've been, been being involved with them for you know over the past year or so now went to Mexico last year this year I'm going to Brazil and like you mentioned I have a my first uh I'm hosting my first ever charity event down in Miami um at the um, Jaguar Sun X Miami and um it's just a you know small little um event cocktails for a cause and um, you know, having a couple of players come down there, just uh, mix and mingle with, you know, people who paid, you know, $100, $75 for different type of situations. And um, it all, all the, you know, proceeds go to Smile Train. And, um, you know, just I think over $100 um, gives, um, you know, that's a, that's a surgery yeah. for, you know, a, a person that's changing somebody's life, a kid's life. So, you know, just one, you know, one person, two people coming is changing, you know, yeah. roughly a, a person's life. You know what I mean? And that that impact is, you know, beyond my, you know, comprehension. And I just want to continue to be that beacon of light, you know, for not myself, but for, you know, people around the world. So you got the event in uh, June 6th uh, in Miami and mm-hmm. then you, you go to Brazil uh, for Smile Train. Uh, gonna be an interesting. You ever been to Brazil before? No, I haven't. So it's sort of be a new. It'll be a new adventure for you. Mm-hmm. But but again, but there but there's meaning to it with, with Smile Train and, and all the work you're gonna do there. You looking forward to it? And, what, and what are you looking forward to that trip and, and and accomplishing? Yeah, last year when I went to Mexico City, I did not really know what to expect. But the people there were um, very real with uh, uh, receiving uh, of myself and the staff that you know I brought down there to. You know, we went to the a uh, couple of hospitals. We went to um, to local houses and where you know a kid that was affected by a cleft lip, you know, was kind of going through the rehabilitation stages. And um, I'm expecting you know a, a very similar, even you know, more of a reception to uh, Brazil with my second time. You know, kind of going out the country and having this experience already, I can be a little more comfortable, um, a little more open to the things that you know the culture there can um, you know provide for me. Yeah. Um, as well, because I'm, you know, there to learn about, you know, the people there and to give my all to them, you know, like, you know, everything else is all about the energy. And, you know, when you go and, you know, spread this energy, it's contagious. And I feel like, you know, the things that I'm doing, you know, I just want to continue to, you know, make people smile. So when you when you come down, come back from that, you still have a little time. What do you do to make sure that when you come in, whether third week of July, whenever it happens to be, that you're, that you're ready to go and you haven't lost anything from all this work that you've done going back from what March when you began to mm-hmm. to here we are at the, you know the beginning of June and, and you got almost a month till you come back and you certainly don't want to lose any of that edge that you 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 put on yourself right. over the course of the last few months. It's it's all about the, uh, the routine yeah. and I feel like like I said to be a professional in this league. 
Um, you have to continue to stay on not necessarily a very strict schedule because it's not like I will, you know, get up and go to yeah. practice and, you know, do things while I'm, you know, traveling or, you know, other any other case. But it's about, you know, still waking up at a certain time, still going and, you know, eating certain foods, you know, making sure I'm hydrated, mm-hmm. um, you know, just putting the things in my body and putting myself in the perfect situations to where, you know, I'm not necessarily being I'm not necessarily losing anything you yeah, know if, right. as long as yeah. I'm you know keeping the standard that I'm, I set my for myself yeah. then when I get back to training you know which would be you know literally you know after this week I'll go to Atlanta you know still do footwork drills mm-hmm. then go and travel a little bit you know probably hit you know like a little fitness center or whatever you know yeah. get a quick sweat but you know I still won't be running around but yeah. I won't you know just be a slob on the couch yeah. or anything it's yeah. about like us know, yeah. it's about keeping <laughs> it's all about y'all take care of the slob y'all stuff you stay in shape y'all, y'all, definitely, y'all have done y'all due diligence <laughs> that, so I respect that hey Kenyon thanks for stopping by looking for it's been great work you're doing off the field too great work you're doing off the field it's fantastic and the work you've been doing off the field or on the field has been uh, certainly well received down here and looking for big things out of you this year and uh uh, you know, I know there's a lot of people that are questioning this football team, but John and I were talking about it. If you guys can play as a unit, if you guys can play as a team on both sides of the mm-hmm. football, might be a lot of people out there that uh, get a big surprise from Miami Dolphins oh, this season. for sure, man. It's, you know, time and time of year in this league, the best team, not the most talented yep. team, the best team. And we have loads of talent loads in this talent. team. Yep, you do. But it's always the best team that yep. wins the most games. Yep. So we're going to come together and do that. KJ, Katie, enjoy your trip. Enjoy Thanks, good, man. good luck Appreciate with the uh, cocktails for a cause yeah, in, absolutely. Uh, in Miami on, on June 6th. And you'll probably go to MiamiDolphins.com and find out more about that if you need to find out where and, and get all the information on that. So mm-hmm. wish you the best of luck and uh, enjoy your time off and what we'll see you in July. Yes, sir. Thank you. Right, awesome. Take care. Good stuff. All right, so KD, uh, you know, going to be ready to play. And, well, he, he's got, you know what, it, it, it sometimes big opportunities are laid in front of you. And, and boy, he, he's got that opportunity right at his footsteps right now. We talked about Frank Gore last year. He's gone. It's, you know, this is, you know, it's like a, it's like a Bronco running by. You got a chance to lasso that guy and hold on and and make something happen, and, and that's where he's at right now. Well, he's got a big chance in his career to, like we talked about over the last month, I guess, of players trying to take the next step in their career, being able to be uh, guys that carry your football team in certain weeks, being being able to to win football games in the last four minutes, being able to create explosive plays or or big stops on defense. Kenyon Drake is one of those guys that could be a pillar of this football team for a long time just because the, of what he gives you. He gives you that explosiveness that teams are looking yeah. for in, in this day and age to be able to get minimal touches but be able to be impactful on the scoreboard when you get those touches. Yeah, John, you talked a little bit about Kenyon Drake and Minka Fitzpatrick, you know, coming from that Alabama, big stage, big games, big pressure. You talk about Christian Wilkins coming from Clemson, all the big games and then the pressure situations they're in. And then the other kid, Raekwon McMillan, who, you know, who missed his first year with the with the injury, comes back last year. Another guy, Ohio State, big games, big situations, big pressure, and came back and 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 his and and in, in, in essence, what was his rookie season? Because yeah. he didn't play his rookie year. Um, I think as the season went on, early on, little 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 over aggressive, little you know, little getting ahead of himself a little bit, but began to certainly calm down. I think between him him and Jerome Baker, they kind of matured together, matured together, yeah. learned together, 
got the feel of the game a little better, and and I think he did some good things. But I but I think you know when you when you listen to Raekwon, I know he's not happy with where he's at. He he wants to be a much better player than than that, and and I'm pretty happy with what he did last year. But here here's a guy that. I think when all said and done, he he wants to be he wants to be in that that mode with with Zach Thomas and and you know and, and Nick Bonacani and those guys that you look back over this Dolphin franchise history as middle linebackers and say you know Raquan McMillan fits right there in that bunch. Well, he's the ringleader. He's the guy that's wearing the earpiece. He's getting all the calls on defense, and he's the guy right in the middle of the fray. And as you said, I thought he got a lot better as the season progressed. Watch him during OTAs this year. Uh, in the spring, he, he's one of the guys. He's you know first guy running from drill to drill. He's the guy that's getting a little bit more vocal. Uh, I think he always had the physical ability. I think that mentally, it was his his motor was running so fast that he got himself out of position. Yeah. And, you know, and he had to almost gear himself back that he was fitting the right fits on defense for the run and being able to write uh, himself in space against the pass. So. Big things. Another guy that's going to take a huge step. If yeah. this defense is going to be what it needs to be and the guys up front do their job, he's going to be able to make a you lot know, of plays. You've talked about it a number of times on this show where you know run defense is going to be very, very important. And, and, and if run defense is important for this football team, then Raekwon's got to be a guy that steps up and, and plays because he's going to be, be very impactful when it comes to that aspect in the game. Look at popped in. Raekwon McMillan. Hey, what, Raekwon? We're getting man? closer to football. Yeah, yeah getting yeah, closer right. to football. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you got your gear on now. Yeah. You're out there running around. And how's it been so far? Uh, we just get out there getting a little sweaty, man, yeah. getting used to the Florida heat and uh, getting used to the guys we're around now. You uh you you've had a couple couple months off now and uh, and now it's it's now it's it's. You hit the ground running, and now it's it's now until the season ends. As far as you guys are gonna get a little break there at the end of uh, June or July in there a little bit, but. Uh, let me let me ask you this: You you, you had a chance uh, on 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 Monday, April first, when you went in to sit in front of uh, your new head coach Brian Flores. What was the type of message that that he delivered to you guys? You know, uh, Coach Flo, he he came in and uh, gave us this speech about. You already call him Coach Flo. Yeah, you already I, got a nickname. Yeah, I gave him okay. I gave him a little nickname. <laughs> yeah, just, you must what you been budding up to him a little bit or something? Nah, we just uh we just getting cool like that. Yeah, all but, right. Uh, <clears throat> But yeah, he came in and just implemented the things that he would tolerate and things that he wouldn't tolerate yeah. as a head coach. Uh, wasn't being, being, he wasn't real pushy, real yeah. shovey with it. Just told me his expectations for this team and uh, his staff and uh, how they're going to coach things and how everything was going to go. And do you do you you, you feel comfortable? Do you like what he presented to you guys and what he expects out of you guys and 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 what he wants to do as far as getting you guys to be the the type of football team that I think everyone in this organization want you guys to turn out to be. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people in this organization want. They want to see a straightforward guy, you know, come up and uh, demand excellence and uh, come up and uh, expect great things from his teams and get out there on the field on Sundays. How did it feel seeing some uh, friends, some familiar faces uh, around, running around, working out in the weight room, being around the guys again? I guess that's a a good feeling, a, a good spot to be for a football player, isn't it? Yeah, you know, some some of the guys, we work out during the off-season together. You know, I see a lot of the guys. We live around here, so uh, right. we see each other during the off-season. But it's great being around the whole team and uh, getting a feel for how this team is going to fill each other out and it's going to be during the season. Talking about, you know, your new head coach, you have a new defensive coordinator as well as Patrick Graham, a new linebacker coach uh, in Rob Leonard. Getting to know those guys, I know it's only been a couple days. What's your initial in-person, in you know, your your initial feedback uh, getting, getting – uh, 
flexibility stuff on defense, you know, playing different positions, uh, going through, you know, what's expected of you as, as a player. Yeah, I mean, Coach, Coach Graham is a real energetic guy. He came in and uh, basically did the same thing Coach Flo did and gave us his expectations as, as us as a defense. And uh, you can tell he's real loose as a coach. Yeah. You know, he wants his players to go out there and play fast and play energetic and uh, be confident in what you're doing. And then Coach Leonard is like the guy right on him, very smart, smart coach. And I've only had two two days with him, but uh, getting to know him, he seems like a real good guy. Raekwon, you, you, you lost your first year to injury. Uh, you come back last year, started every game. 105 tackles, a couple forced fumbles, uh, fumble recovery last year. Um, and, and I know this, I, I know this having spoken to you before, and I know this just talking to football players, I know you're not satisfied with what you did last year. What are you? What have you tried to do in the offseason, and what are you trying to do as this offseason progresses to, to get to the point this year where you can be the best football player that you want to be? Yeah, I mean, uh, last year, coming off the injury, I mean, it's, it, was, it was really tough, you know, I'm trying to get a feel for the game and come off the injury at the same time. But I think this offseason, I did a great job of uh, doing more rehab and uh, coming in and making sure that every muscle in my right leg was just mm -hmm. as strong as the left leg. And uh, I'm more versatile as, as a player. And I'm not just a first and second down linebacker. I can actually go out there on third downs and uh, make plays as well. What about going through your first year of, of playing every game? And understanding that, hey, this isn't th this isn't college football anymore. Mm -hmm. It's a different game now. The, the lessons that you learned during those 16 games that you played it, it, that allows you now to know what's expected of you more so than when you walked in the field in, on game one last year. Yeah, I think the knowledge I've gained throughout the season last year, you know, I started off kind of slow. But uh, as the season progressed, I kind of got a feel for how the game speed was going, how intelligent the players were where they're going to try to attack, attack us as a defense and as a team and uh, what we can do throughout the week to enhance our knowledge from keeping it happening. Ray Cron, will you go back and look at yourself on tape to try to almost self-scout yourself? Or does that, do players go back in the offseason and kind of look at different games may have, where you've had success, maybe some games where you struggled as a unit? Will you go back and kind of analyze yourself to try to improve that way? Yeah, I actually went back yesterday after watching some of the uh, Patriots film to pick up on the defense that we're learning. But uh, I actually watched the first game back last year and my last game back. Uh, I actually watched the Jacksonville game. Right. And, uh, it was two totally different players. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just very hesitant, very slow, uh, not really triggering my first game. But uh, my, my the game against Jacksonville, I mean, I, I felt like I played how I should have been playing right. the whole season. You know what I'm saying? You had a chance last year to to hook up with your buddy again, Jerome Baker, mm -hmm. uh, a guy you played with at Ohio State. How was it during the year playing with him? It was great seeing both of us progress as players. You know, and you're both learning. Yeah. along the way together, right? It was a big learning curve for both yeah. of us. You know, but I feel like towards the end of the season, man, we got we got things rolling for both of us, and uh, hopefully we can progress off that this season. How do you like that group with you and and, and Jerome and and Kiko and? Kiko's a little bit of a nut out there, isn't he? Yeah, he, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now, what kind of hairstyle did Kiko come back with the offseason? Uh, this season. Normal? No, he, nah, he came back with a – Is he bald this long, year? Longer curly this oh, time. Oh, is he? Okay. <laughs> but that changes on a weekly basis. You yeah. never know what you know, <laughs> You never know week to week what, what he's going to come out with or what he's going to be wearing or whatever. But, uh, yeah, 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 it's a whole different story. <laughs> but it, it, one of the more unique guys – let me say – one of the more unique guys I've been around a long – but, but – I love being around him. Good guy. And, and, and as a teammate, he's got to be a pretty fun guy to play with. Oh, for sure, man. He's always out there enthusiastic, making plays, and uh, helping you as a player out there on yeah. the field, too. Yeah. One of the most intelligent guys I've ever played with. Communication-wise, uh, with, with you and Jerome and Kiko, 
uh, it seemed like as the season went on, it got a lot better because mm-hmm. you guys, you mentioned, you know, the way you triggered from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. I think that was one of the things I noticed about the linebacking core. You guys really fed off of each other mm-hmm. and you were, you never really were out of position. You guys had, you fitted the defense pretty well. What are your expectations coming in now that you've had that year of success behind you? It's almost like second nature to you guys, even though you have to learn a new defense, you the benefit of playing together ha- has to overcome that or trump that, I would think. Yeah, I mean, because we have, uh, we play, we got experience with each other out on the field. And any guy that has experience with somebody, even though you're changing the defense, changing concepts, you can pick up on it faster and uh, you can play faster as players. Raekwon, it seems like, it, you know, at least for the last month or so, it seems like every time I look around, I'm on social media looking at stuff and I see you going somewhere. You've, you've gone to schools. You've gone to hospital. You've, you've, you've done a lot of stuff out there uh, with the community. Why is that? You know, with, with everything that you've got to do on your plate from a foot to be a foot the best football player you want to be, why do you take that time out to to do those types of things down here? You know, I, I don't want to be recognized as just a football player. You know, at the end of the day, you know, when it's when it's all said and done, I can't play football anymore. I still want to be able to go out in the community. People recognize my face and uh, show that I'm showing love to the community. Mm-hmm and uh, helping out others that aren't as fortunate as me as a player in the NFL. And so I just want to go out there, show face, and uh, give back to the community. Even popping up, you popped up at a flag football game, a flag football tournament, and they were kind of surprised to see you out there when you you rolled out on the field? Yeah, I mean, I've been looking for like a little rec team to go around Mm -hmm. and support over these last couple months. I finally found a couple teams and – I think I'm going to stick with him for the next couple of years. Who was the response? Who, who you got? Yeah. Who, 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 who you got? You got? Where you, you got a team uh, in Plantation. That's where I live. I mean, you want to <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm down there in uh, my, uh, Miramar oh, helping okay. out on the 70017. So. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And then you've been riding the bike a little bit, not only in the training room, but maybe outside getting ready for the DCC. Yeah, I've been, I've been trying to get ready for it, man, but I think uh, Mr. Ross is going to uh, have it out for me <laughs> on the 15-mile run. Oh, you're, you're, you're on the 15-mile, yeah, so am I, too. And I haven't worked out at all, so you've been working out. So I might, I might can I just kind of, can I get a rope and just tie my bike to you to the back of your bike and just hey, let that, you drag me a probably be the bit? worst thing you can do is tie <laughs> yeah, my I don't know about, I don't know about that. <laughs> don't, at least you'll be leading. If Bo's leading, you might end up off the trail somewhere. I know this. If I ever get ahead of you, there's a good chance that I might be throwing up on the side of the road and you're passing me along the way at some point. So don't. You'll be at the anchor bar before I'm, I'm a, you know it. I'm going to be at the anchor of the race. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, uh, let's let's talk about that. DCC's coming up uh, on Saturday. Uh, it's 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 a great event. They, they've raised over uh, over twenty million dollars already to to help cancer research. And and look, you know this the the research that is being done is extending people's lives and allowing people to spend extra time with their family that maybe they wouldn't have without this research. So it's it's important. The, the money that they're raising is important. And everyone has their own story. Why is why is writing in the DCC something that you feel is important for you to be involved in? You know, I had my first uh, couple of experiences with it over the last two years, but uh, I felt like you know, it was it was finally my time to actually go out there and do something. Yeah. You know, my my grandfather passed away from throat cancer mm-hmm. about six seven years ago, and uh, you know, my mom she really pointed it out to me that I need to get out there and uh, go support it and make sure mm-hmm. that I build more awareness for people back home, yep. not just here in Florida, but people back home, and uh, make sure they realize that this is a big big thing. Well, the, well, the one thing about it is, you know, you you do this for the DCC. It's at the University University of Miami Sylvester Cancer. Research and, and and it's a local it's a it's a local based business. It's down it's down here, but the research they're doing is being spread around the country and around the world yeah. for for everybody. So it's, it's so that so even though it's a local based um, 
uh, event for us. Uh, I think the benefits are, are, are seen around this world and, and everybody in every country that's dealing with cancer. Because, it, I, mean, I mean, as you get older, I, I, it seems like everybody I meet has some, has some story, yeah. some mm-hmm. relation, some whatever. And, and so uh, I, I think everything we do here is good for not not just our community, but but everybody that's that's facing this uh, this disease. And hopefully we can eradicate this thing here pretty soon. Yeah, hopefully we can uh, nip this thing in the bud and uh, finally uh, cure cancer. So let's kind of get off of that. And what have you been doing for fun since you had? You used to be when we got done. It was like go out and drink beer and, and you know do all that. Yeah, I know you guys are you guys are a little different than that. You, yeah. It's a week or two after the season's over, you guys are back here in the in the uh, in the weight room working out on your own and stuff. And we were a little bit more lax than that. But uh, did you go you, home? Yeah. What have you been you, doing yeah. for fun? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've actually been home a couple of times. But I try to, like you said, Monday through Friday, I try to stick here, uh, train in the morning, and then run condition in the afternoon, do field work. But uh, I leave. I try to leave every weekend on Fridays and come back on Sunday night. Uh, just traveling, traveling yeah. to where I've been to California, Ohio, New York, Georgia. Just just visiting people that I went to school with right. or some family that I have living, and just try to spend some time with them. And uh, hopefully, I can get my last, my last, last final uh, vacation in June. Where's that going to? Uh, right now, I'm trying to plan it to either Africa or Bali, Indonesia. Oh, wow. oh that'd yeah. be nice. That'd yeah. be yeah, cool. Take you a little extended trip. Yeah, yeah. That, that'd be awesome. You take a girl. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> you take a girl with you? Uh, we'll see. What, you can't go to Bali by yourself. No, nah, you can't go yeah. by yourself. So we'll, we'll see. there with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe Renzo can you. Maybe you can get one of Renzo's cast off yeah, or something. Got, I don't know. Don't sure let Renzo I'm sure you do all right. Whatever you do. No, no, no. Rayquan. No, I've seen some of his cast off. I don't want to be anywhere near that. Yeah, he might not be out of the country. <laughs> hey, uh, let me ask you before we let you go. This is the last thing. Um, you know, you, you, we've all grown up looking at being, looking to play in the NFL, looking to play college football, and you happen to be lucky enough to be good enough to, to move in the NFL. Um, how do you like being an NFL football player? How do you like the experience of, of what you're going through and? All the opportunities it presents for you, kind of the, some of the heartaches, some of the difficulties, all the things. It's it's all kind of bundled into one thing. How do you like the lifestyle? You know, uh, I actually thought about this about two, three weeks ago, man. When I was, I thought about because it was getting hard at at a time when I was uh, rehabbing and stuff mm-hmm. like that, doing all that. But uh, it was a time in my life where this is all I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. This is all I ever wanted to be. So um, I can't be more blessed or more happy to be in the position I am. And uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the yeah. world. That's I know, awesome. I, yeah, yeah, I know. I know the organization's uh, happy to have you, and you're uh, you know you, you you do the right thing on the field, you do the right thing off, off the field, yep. and uh, so you're really a bonus for uh, for everyone down here in South Florida. Appreciate you stopping by and uh, keep working hard, man. Thank you. Appreciate you have a big it. Year. Thanks, I know Ray you're gonna. Corn. I know you're gonna be. I know it's gonna be a a better year for you this year than last year because you know more and you know what's expected of you. And just looking forward to continue to continue and watch you grow, man. Thank you. Appreciate right. that. Ray Kwan, thanks for by. spending time. Ray Your credit to the organization, Always buddy. Always a pleasure, man. Good seeing Always you. Always a pleasure. Yeah. All right, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, how Raekwon does and, and Kenyon and Minka, all the three guys that you've just had a chance to to listen to in the program. And and you know I, the the one thing that uh, the one thing they all have in common, John, and we've had a chance to be around them not only here but 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 around training camp and seeing them at, in in these places is man they they all want to be better and they all want to make this football team better. That's and, right. And you know what? There there are guys that there are guys that say it. There's guys that there are guys that you know. You know, want to want to want to, you know, talk about as much as they can. 
These guys just want to go on the field and make it happen. You know, the good thing is when I look at all three of these guys, they don't have to say a word. The way they walk, the way they present themselves, the way that they're ambassadors of this organization. I feel good about all three of these guys for a long time, only because they're good human beings. They love the game of football. They get paid to to, to play the game of football, and they're trying to do it at at the highest level possible. So nothing but respect for those three. Well, you know, it says a lot. Uh, and, and you you got to look at those guys in Alabama, Ohio State. You know, you know they those programs produce good football players, but you know they always seem to produce guys with their classy. Yeah, guys that come and do the right thing. No, not everyone. They, they have probably they have their problems like everyone else. But but I, I think when you look at those programs, the guys come out there. They, you know, they've been through all these things. They've been to events. They've been. They've learned how to be adults. They've learned how to 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 carry themselves the way you should carry yourselves uh, yourself. And that's what they've done really ever since they've been, you know here. what they, they, they hold themselves like team captains, yeah. you know, they, they hold themselves like leaders of men and that, and you can't say that for everybody that came from those programs, but you sure, sure can say it uh, for those three guys. Yeah. And it's a credit to Chris Greer and his staff, you know, he's going out and he's selecting guys that number one is going to make your football team yeah. better, but they're sure going to make your football team better in the locker room, in the meeting room, off the field, uh, in, in times where you don't see them, yeah. you know, they're, they're leaders all the time. Yeah. July 4th, oh, July 4th is upon us here and the July's here. That means training camps and the Dolphins dates for training camps. I believe it's the 21st. The rookies will report 24th yeah. the veterans report. And from then on, you know, you push that snowball over the it edge. Started. It starts rolling. It it's not going to stop. It ain't going to stop until January. <laughs> and I couldn't be. I couldn't be more excited and, and more happy about it. It's been a, it's been a good off season. Uh, we've had a good opportunity. We've done a lot of fun things here on the Audible, uh, but, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to where we can get our kind of sink our teeth back into the meat uh, as training camps start and uh, and get all that going. We got a couple shows before before that happens, but uh, boy, the, the closer and closer we get, I, I can tell because the more more now it's getting sorry, hotter. Well, it's getting hotter, and everywhere I go, hey, well, how are they going to be? What are they going to do? Oh you know, man. You know, it's the, the the excitement level for football in the National Football League, and, and certainly here in Miami for the Dolphins, is it a going to be a fever pitch right now? It is, and it'll be a fun season to see how these young guys progress, how this team matures under a new coaching staff, yeah. and and how uh, training camp kind of starts yeah. off. Is it, it's going to be a continuation of the OTA, so the expectations are going to be the same. The intensity is probably going to ratchet up when the pads get on. The, you know, before you know it, the preseason games will be gone. Yeah. We'll be looking at the Baltimore Ravens here at Hard Rock. Uh, in early September. Good stuff. That's going to be some good stuff. That's going to do it for the Audible today. For John Kinjemi, I'm Kim Bocamper. want to wish everybody out there a safe and happy 4th of July and all through the weekend. 4th of July is always a fun time in the, in the weekend that follows it. So I want everyone to have fun. Have but fun, remember, be safe. Be safe, have fun, and we'll catch you next time on the Audible. Audible.